All right, so uh, back again here. Welcome to episode number 51 um, and joined again. It's been a while. I uh, just looked before. I was actually prepared this time. Um, way back in episode eight, joined by Eric Stacy back again. Yeah, way, way, been a long time. Yeah, been a way too long. A little fucking, bit way too long. Yeah, super long. But uh, okay, so yeah, um, we'll we'll just fucking start start fucking talking right away. Right, right before we fucking fired it up, you you were saying, you know, so so uh, just catch us up on on shit. What's going on? Fucking your your grandma just had uh, got back from hand surgery. Yeah, so. What I don't I don't know how this had originally happened, but um, as I was telling you before, she had gotten um, hand surgery from two separate hand professionals, you know, doctors that had been in the practice yeah. for thirty years. And um, the first doctor who had done her hand surgery, her hand came back looking like a claw, and he was all, "Well, that hand surgery didn't look like it worked for you, you know." And mind you, this was only going in to solve a, a minor case of trigger finger yeah. at the time. And so he referred her to another doctor, you know, same years of experience, if not more. And she did a second surgery and screwed her hand up even more. And so, um, yeah. And I remember like her fucking hand was like stuck in like the three of her hit fingers, like stuck in a specific position. Yeah, They were in- inverted. That looked like the middle knuckles on her finger had inverted the other way. Yeah. And so, um, she had gotten, an appointment to see a doctor at Stanford and he was a, you know, young doctor recently out of, you know, Boston, Harvard medical. Yeah. And, uh, he was intrigued by the hand and he was like, I want to see it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. No. So, you know, my, my aunt drove her down and, um, what had happened was, is he went in and he was like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I got to see the after surgery report from the other two, uh, docs and, you know, we'll, We'll see how, you know, what they did. And he's all, I'm not going to call a couple of my, you know, friends back at, you know, home base. And so it took him a couple of weeks, you know, looking over, you know, the medical files and stuff, all, you know, post and pre-op, you know, from the other two doctors and calling his homies back at, you know, Harvard Med. And they basically sided with him and said, you know, if you got the balls to do it, go ahead and, you know, crack it open because we, we think it can be done. We think what you're trying to do can be done. Yeah. And so at this point in time, we're thinking, you know, if you know, for how young this guy is, if he manages to end up fixing what the other two doctors did, it's basically one of those like career setting deals. He'd probably write a book on it because he's a hand specialist too. So yeah. So this kid coming in like, Hey, this will make my career right here. If I can make this right. Yeah. So she did. uh, So, so she went and, and did she get, uh, did he operate or anything or did it was just like a, yeah, no, so what he did is uh, he went in and over the, so what what we assume, you know what I mean, because, you know, he's not going to, you know, knock another doctor in his profession, you see what I'm saying, out yeah. of um, professional respect courtesy, but what I think it happened was is, you know, the banded tendons that are inside the tops of your hands that run inside of the cartilage grooves, because that's what causes trigger finger in the first place, is yeah. the bands to slip off and they snap shut. Um, what we think had happened is during the first surgery, because they had, one surgery had gone in from the underside on the on the bottom of her palm, right below the base of her fingers. The second surgeon went in on the top of her hand and put a cro- put a cut straight across the top of her hand. And the, this guy went in with micro incisions on the palm, micro incisions on the top. But what he also did this time was he cut the knuckles on the middle knuckles on the fingers open this time. 
to make sure that he could, you know what I mean, de deglove the fingers enough yeah. to actually get the tendons all the way down. So yeah, she's on full time, you know, three times a week physical therapy, bending and you know stretching fingers. So she's getting, she's actually getting her her. It, it so it actually somewhat worked to where she's getting like to where a movement in her hand back. Yeah, because they were originally did it fully. Did it so it fully worked actually? Well, I we don't, say. we don't we don't know yet because it all depends on how good she does at physical therapy. You don't know how good the strength is and everything, but she can move all of her fingers now. Yeah, she can independently move all of her fingers for the <laughs> so, most part. So then it was so then it was basically a success because I remember seeing like after the first surgery how fucked up her hand was, and then after the second surgery, I remember seeing and being like, I thought you were going in to get it fixed, and your grandma, how her her dry sense of humor is, she's just like, oh, yeah, so did I. <laughs> like, yeah. I, She just pulls up the claw. I'm, I'm like, God like, damn, your hand got worse, and she's like, just... Yes, I know. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, I haven't noticed. <laughs> Something you don't have to point it out. To you. <laughs> like I'm like, wow. Like I thought that was yeah. So that I mean, I'd say that's a success right off the bat. Then that's where I'm at with it. And the the doc was thinking because it was only her middle and ring finger that were originally affected, and the first by by the trigger finger syndrome. Yeah. Like her her fingers were snapping shut, and so her pinky was completely out of question, and so was her index finger. But after the first two surgeries her index finger got all messed up and so did her pinky. And they thought, you know, she, at, at, before she went in for surgery, she told the doctor, he's all, she's like, if you can't do anything, you know, like legitimate to, you know, save a digit, just get rid of it. She was literally telling this motherfucker to like lop off her <laughs> pinky. If, if it doesn't yeah. want to conform, cause that's how tired she yeah. was of it. And I was just like, you know, to hear my, you know, almost 80-year-old grandma go just, you know, start start lopping shit off for That no sounds reason. exactly like what your grandma would say, though. Like, yeah, I know. She's, she's just so just fucking fed up. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, she's dumb. got a pretty dry sense of humor. Yeah. So it's it's great, but she'll be all right. Yeah. The grandmaster. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good then. Yeah. She got the uh, third, third time's the charm. Yeah. That's the saying. That's the saying. So hopefully <laughs> it's third time's the charm. Let's hope, yeah. <laughs> well fucking hey dude um so what have you been up to fucking recently uh we uh we were talking also before uh recording how you fucking you're you're about to take a nice little trip here a couple trips you're going to vegas and then uh you're going to what texas and then oklahoma yeah we got a uh, we got vegas and a couple spots in texas on the book and a couple spots in oklahoma on the book yeah so you're going nice little vacation how long are you gonna be gone um, we're doing Vegas on, we leave Wednesday night. So we show up Thursday, check in. We'll be there until Monday, drive back. And then it'll be, uh, leaving Thursday that week. After I get back on Monday, we'll go to Texas for a week and then, uh, Oklahoma city for a week. So you'd be gone a good two and a half weeks. Yeah. You know, almost weeks. a month. Almost a month. Yeah. That'll be fun, dude. Hell yeah. I'm hoping so. Fucking, uh. Checking out some properties and shit in, in Texas and Oklahoma and all that shit. Yeah, we're looking at... Um, so what we'll do is we're flying from uh, SFO to San Antonio because for some reason there isn't a direct flight from Sacramento to San Antonio. You have to lay over yeah. somewhere in Colorado. I don't understand. You know, I'm that. telling you that it's for some weird reason, some place. I don't understand. I was just telling you with Baltimore how there's no straight flights and it's always layovers in Texas. How can you not get a straight flight to Texas? That's what I'm saying, especially San Antonio. No, especially San Antonio. Have. So it's like, I, I never understood Maybe that. Maybe something with COVID right now. 
Oh, who knows? But I, I was checking just in general, and it was hard to find uh, a flight all the way through. But we're going to go check out um, Del Rio and Corpus Christi. San Antonio is not the actual target. They're just the closest. They're from, the closest town. three-hour yeah. drive, yeah, because from San Antonio, it's three hours to Del Rio. Spend yeah. a day in Del Rio, drive back, take a day, relax, kick it in San Antonio, drive down to Corpus Christi, do the same thing, yeah. and fly from uh, San Antonio to Oklahoma City. Because we want to look at Oklahoma City and the uh, just basically the, any part of the northern Texas from you know Panhandle you know to Dallas. So yeah, so no, yeah, when we were talking about this in the car before we started recording, fucking when we were getting some food, uh, we were getting fucking we got uh, robbed, got goddamn fucking in and out, in, we got robbed in and out burger, fucking. <laughs> well, no, you, they just jacked your food and then you, yeah, and they got, got they got robbed. They, yeah, they had to make more food for us. Yeah, but uh, fucking whatever. Shout out to In and Out, fucking that's what be- I'm talking about. Best shit ever. Um, but, um, no, um, you were, t- when you were talking about this, I got, uh, I just started thinking like, um, this would be something good to talk about on the show. Fucking like you've been to a bunch of different places. I've been to a bunch of different places. Like, uh, where are places you want to travel to, um, like in the country and outside the country? Cause I know you're, you're, you have the travel bug oh, and you, you want to go, you want to go all over the place and you have all kinds of crazy ideas about like uh, you were telling me that your train one, you know, you want to go to every what national park or every capital on a train. And I was yeah, like, I that would be a fucking crazy epic journey right there. And I was like, that fucking makes perfect sense. When you were telling me, I was like, only Eric would do this. Like, but it would make perfect sense. But, um, yeah, what, like, let's start with, with inside the country and then we'll go outside. Cause I got plenty of, plenty of places that I haven't been with inside the country that I'd like to go to fucking. And then, uh, yeah, I'm sure you do as well. Oh, but, yeah, uh, no, definitely. So, um, where, where, what's your like top, top spot currently right now that you want to go to within the United States? Um, I've pretty much major areas on the Eastern seaboard. You know what I mean? Because I've I've been to Chicago, spent time in Chicago. I've you know been been to Portland. I've been to Seattle. I've been up and down state. So you've of California. never you've never been to New York or Massachusetts never been to New York, like South Carolina. None of the none of them. Never been to Florida. Never been to nope. Yeah, see, I've been a bunch. I've been to a bunch of the 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 East Coast states that I've wanted to go to in the areas. I haven't been to like a major part of Florida, but uh, I did stay in Florida for like three weeks when Nelson lived there and James lived there. More towards like the Panhandle and the Georgia area and oh, Alabama. Huh? Alab- no, no, it's near uh, near uh, Pensacola and like Fort Lauderdale and. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This more towards the Alabama. It was it was really close to the Alabama border. Uh, James lived in this r- this town called. Uh, it was a small town next to this town called Destin, which was like a. Um, uh, Destin was like a town that looked like Santa Cruz. And um, he lived in a town that was like maybe ten miles from there, and then Nelson lived in a town that was like maybe fifty miles from there, forty-five miles from there. So you were close to Tallahassee. Um, I I don't think so. I I don't remember the major city that we were close to. We were fucking. We were twenty thirty minutes from the Alabama border. They called it Florabama. because we were fucking basically in Alabama. Because you got tiny towns like Graceville and Chippy and um, Harbridge. Just oh, look, look, look up, look up Destin, yeah, Destin, yeah. Florida, and then uh, I'll know the name right when you say it. The, t- the town that Nelson lived in because it fucking uh, it's like Groveland or some shit. Pretty oh, he sh- was at the for- um, Freeport. Freeport, yeah. 
uh, Niceville and Niceville. AFB, I, re- I remember that. Fort uh, Walton Beach. He Fort Walton Beach. I remember that. Pensacola is the big city. N- Niceville. Uh, I remember that. Fucking where did uh, keep going? Was there a town called Groveland? Uh, that would be up the highway. Yeah. Like so you've got about thirty to forty miles away. You've got Century. J. That's more go. Yeah, go that, that would be more towards uh, Alabama. Yeah, Laura Hill, Mossy Head, Darrington, Pleasant Grove, Pleasant Grove. Because um, we have a Pleasant Grove here. Oh, I don't think Alpine it, Heights. I don't think it was Pleasant Grove. I I could have swore it was Groveland, but this is all. Yeah, this is. I. It was. It was a fucking backwoods Bonfay? town. No. Chippy. No. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because it gets a Baker store. No. Darlington. No. Yeah, these towns are super small. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, just... for, 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 Flora Alla. Flora Alla. I don't even know how to pronounce it. That's the one right there, right? That's the town you're talking about. Is right on the border. They call it like Florabama. No, that was that. Well, that they just the, the locals called it Florabama. Oh. Like the locals <laughs> called the the area Crestview. That was the town right there. Fucking Crestview. And Nelson lived in. Boom, right there. This fucking tiny little town. And uh, so, yeah, we st- I stayed there for three we- three months. Yeah, three weeks. So almost a month. My trip, I remember, dude, my trip was p- was planned for a month and a half. And I worked that whole... I went in July, and I worked like six months prior to that. I just got out of high school. I fucking didn't have like an actual job. I was taking a bunch of shit that like my parents didn't want and that they got from different places, consignment stuff that they didn't want that they couldn't use. And I would take them every Friday with Maraud to a fucking swap meet oh, at and the set great up a booth at, and set up a booth and sell that shit. And we made so much money and Maraud would bring stuff and we would split it. And That's I would, legit. and I saved enough to buy a plane ticket. And then I would keep say, I had enough to get out there. And then my parents gave me some birthday money and I went out there and my trip was planned for like a month and a half. And I remember within the first two days, I called my mom and I was like, I don't know what you do, whatever you have to do, but get me out of here in three weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to stay here for the full month and a half. There's no fucking way. And she's like, what's going on? Well, do you not like it? I'm like, no, I like it. It's fun. But Nelson's working every day. I'm stuck here with no car in this town that's in the backwoods of that Florida. is like a mile from town that I, <laughs> I shit you not. I walked into town the first day. I brought a longboard out there. I sold it when I was out there because I was like, with the first day, I'm not bringing back the memories. It's not worth the it. The first day I left Nelson's house and I was like, oh, there's like when I was driving from his from the airport into his uh, into his town and everything. I was looking around and like, oh, there's a movie theater and there's like a restaurant here that like 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 an Applebee's, but not you know. There's a restaurant here that looks like that. And they, okay, I can. It doesn't look that far. Nelson's telling me, oh, it's kind of far, dude. And I'm like, it didn't look really that far. And I'm like, it, it was like a mile into town. I'm like, it's not that far. I go outside, it is fucking, it's not like 120 degrees. It's 98 degrees, but it's fucking 100% humidity. Yeah, the, is, the environment's giving you a hug. Yeah, it's That's fucking horrible. Like and I'm like, God damn, what am I going to do? So I started fucking skating, and it's all uphill to get out of his complex. And oh, I'm like, geez. this is horrible. I'm dripping sweat. My glasses are, like, you know, thick-grimmed glasses. They're sliding off of my face yeah i finally get into town like 25 minutes later and every you know couple minutes or so i'm hopping off the skateboard 
pushing my glasses up, wiping my face off, like just drenched in sweat. I go into this grocery store and I buy like the clips that keep your glasses on, like the, that you hook to the back. Like yeah, I, I like straps, yeah. the safety straps. <laughs> I, I went into the grocery store and <laughs> was like, I need these safety straps because I can't like. So I ended up skating into into town and going to this movie theater and that was day one. And I was like, there's no way I'm doing this ever again this whole trip. So that was like, fuck, now I'm into the realization that he's working every day. I'm here for a month. The most time we have to do anything is on weekends. So there's fucking five days out. Like, or there's, there's a total of, of you know, eight, 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 days. Day, eight days to eight, eight to nine days that, that we have free to do anything that we can do. And, and he's got the car. Yeah. And James lives fucking 45 minutes away and he's busy with his military shit. So I'm like, God damn, I, this is not, this is not what I'm thinking here, you know? Not gonna happen. And James, it might, or mind you, Nelson lives with, so I'm rooming with, with a, um, some dude in the military that is super quiet, goes straight to his room, plays video games, a, middle-aged gay dude who danced for like guys that danced with people on dancing with the stars. Like he had pictures around the house of him with the people like the dog, the dog, the the dancing stars from dancing with the stars. So he's like classically trained and he's a dancer. And then his new roommate who was the gay dude's best friend, who was also gay, who was (laughs) very, very, very flamboyant. Like, you know, just, so it was a very, very awkward group of people that oh, lived yeah. in this house, and I'm fucking staying there sleeping Real on the world floor, yeah, Bama, dude. Uh, yeah, I was sleeping <laughs> on the couch, and I'm like, this house is big enough to where you know you don't really have to. But I'm fucking like, this is just weird, man. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do all day. Yeah. One of the days, I asked the 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 one guy had showed up, the new roommate. He was moving in when I was there. Yeah. And he showed up, and I was there, and he goes, "Who are you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm Nelson's friend." And he goes, "Oh, are you uh, from California?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And he was like, "Well." Fucking, you know, I'm I'm moving in here. I helped him move some stuff in, and then he like started asking me, like, "Do you want to go to the store and get something to eat? Like, are you hungry?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fucking starving." But Nelson doesn't get home till like he's like, "Well, I gotta have a car." Like, so we went and got food that day. And I was like, "Fucking, th- thank God for this guy yeah. because he got me out of the house." And I was like, not even tripping about anything. I was like, "Let's just fucking let's go get some food." So we went to the store and got Until a bunch of shit. Roof you? Yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> he he wasn't gonna. Do- he was actually the one guy that the whole it was funny because we were. The whole the whole time, me and Nelson like would hang out because Nelson would get home and we just hang out and start doing stupid shit and get drunk and fuck around. And yeah. the whole time we were there, like James came one weekend and we were telling them like, invite people over, let's have a party, all this shit. Like I know you guys, know, the one guy that lived, the dancer guy, Nelson's like, I know you know girls, and he didn't like James because you know how James is James is that fucking smart ass. Yeah. So James is telling him, I know you know girls, bring the girls here. So he like purposely brought a bunch of dudes there to fuck with James. Yeah. James is all pissed about it. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm only in town, you know, for this time. Yeah, so I'm, to I'm, I'm gonna have I'm I'm gonna party. I don't give a fuck. Like, and one of those guys had weed, and I was like, Yeah, fucking let's smoke some weed. Like yeah. it was brown and nasty looking, but I'm like, let's smoke it fucking <laughs> the backwoods I'm, shit. I'm, I'm trying to get fucking high and I've been high in a few days. So <laughs> I'm like sitting there, whatever. And uh yeah, me and Nelson had a good time, but it was fucking, you know, it was it was weird. There was it was a weird town like Lockford where there's nothing close by. Like you have to Everything's walk. Everything's just yeah. all spread out. Yeah, and it's like and it's backwoods. Like in yeah. the town that James lived in was fucking sick that had like everything the, you wanted with an the, arcade, the, the white movie theater, the, the white beach, the like white sanded beaches and like Santa Cruz. Like it was it looked like Santa Cruz, but the beaches were cleaner and the fucking air was just 
I don't know. It was it was good shit. I was like, when we were it there, was good shit. When we were there, for, dude, that, that whole trip was so fucked. It we, was like top shelf Santa Cruz. We, we went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we went to we went to a a club there because I remember I had just turned twenty one, and we had went to a club where it was an eighteen or older club. But if you're twenty one, you can drink. So I was the only one there that was 21, like, out of our group, except for, like, a couple of James's military buddies. Mm-hmm. So we're all, we got there early, and Nelson fucking pulls out a bottle of fucking the Kraken and oh, just geez. starts chugging it in the back of his truck. And I'm like, all right. He had just bought this truck, like, and yeah. he's just chugging it. I'm like, all right, he's going to get drunk. So we're in the, in the fucking, th- this club was before, if you get there before 11 o'clock, uh-huh. it was 20 bucks all you can drink all night. Oh, that's legit. So, like, after 12, it was a cover charge, and then you had to pay for drinks and shit. So it was, like, this weird thing. Like, they wanted to get people in there before 12. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was a promotion that they had that I'm sure fucking didn't keep the club around very long because... Oh, yeah, <laughs> giving away the, that much liquor. Dude, I was... I w- it was like I'd grab a beer and a shot, a beer and a shot, or grab two shots, hand a shot to Nelson. So, yeah, Nelson got so trashed that night, and then we drove from that. That was in Destin, and I'm telling you, that was, like, oh, 45 minutes away. Oh, I believe and, it. And... James followed us about James said he followed us longer than he should have. He was like, I followed you guys for like to where I was like 20 minutes away from my house. He was like, Nelson was swerving all over the place to where I was like, whenever he would swerve, I would like swerve with you guys to make it look normal. Yeah. Uh, like he was like, I was my friend. I, like, so James like followed us behind, like, and, and I was so fucking wasted that I didn't even notice. I was in the passenger seat, just like, fuck it. We're going fucking, we're, we're driving home, dude. Like, so that was not one of my brightest, fucking but dude we were like we got to get home somehow dude we're like we're not gonna sleep here fucking yeah. 45 minutes away the back of the truck yeah like, we're not cuddling in the back of the truck we're not, either. we're not sleeping here and james is just like i i'm sober i'm driving home like yeah i got a bunch of my fucking military guys one of the guys it was funny one of the guys that was hanging out with him was higher rank mm-hmm. and they were like all you know lower rank guys and there was a higher rank guy that was like friends with one of his buddies and james was all pissed because he didn't want to hang out with this guy he's like he's a square man yeah. and he makes all of us have to fucking behave yeah and i don't <laughs> fucking want to hang out with him well already the you know his buddies like i already told him we were going here and he was like i'm gonna meet you guys there and all this shit so i was like james is getting all embarrassed and pissed like my fucking two friends are acting like idiots yeah. and this <laughs> even fucking, though he wants to act yeah, like an he idiot. wants to act like an idiot too <laughs> i remember we were at whataburger and me and nelson were both hell drunk like what the fuck's a whataburger yeah. like, like, <laughs> like do you do you know I mean, we were and then like nelson kept going what a thing what a burger <laughs> so stupid makes just so fucking ridiculous fucking nelson man oh man i love that guy but yeah that's my florida trip fucking yeah you 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 were saying miami and yeah see, i've never south beach keys i've never been to those that part of florida i'd love to go to like that part of tampa or or you know any of the bigger cities um I I don't want to stay there longer than a fucking week. Well, that's, that what was I was, like, that's what I was not saying. Even, not go. even. It's like fuck. Because like, I can use my points. Do we can get a badass room at like the Saint the, Regis, bro? My my main like, I my big trip like I've always wanted to do it. I've always I've I did a small version of this like ten years ago, but I've always wanted to do like a full blown version of it. I want to do like a full country baseball trip, like. Where you follow start, a team. where you well, no, not not a team where you go, where you try to go to every stadium. Where you can do it, you go to every stadium in a season. You map it out, like, and you start in California because we're here, and we can easily hit. You go down, and you can start here in the Bay Area, or you can go down to um, SoCal. 
you go down to SoCal and you start in San Diego. You hit you hit Padres. You go to Dodger Stadium. Then you go to Angel Stadium. Then you shoot up to San Francisco and then Oakland. And then you go up to Seattle and hit Seattle. And then from Seattle, you can go to um, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Then from Colorado, you can go to Arizona. And then from Arizona, you can go up to uh, over to Texas and hit the two stadiums in Texas. I believe it's two in Texas. Yeah, and you have the Astros. Astros and, and then the, the, the uh, Rangers. Rangers, yeah. So you'd hit the two in Texas. And then... Um, you go over to um, fucking what would be the next closest one? KC. If you want to go yeah, up, Kansas. if you want to go up, you, you, you can either. This is where you can go interesting with it. You can go over into like down to Florida and up and over and then back yeah, around. Get back around, or you can go up to KC and then up to Wisconsin because there's the Brewers, mm-hmm. and then there's um, Chicago, Detroit, Chicago. You'd have to yeah. You, so you'd hit KC and then you'd hit the both the Chicago's mm-hmm. in Illinois. You'd hit. Cincinnati, there's one in Cincinnati, there's one in Pittsburgh that are all close by. So that's all the Midwest ones all in there. Yeah. You'd have to hit those. The, the, those aren't even too far apart. Either. No, no, no. And then the Brewers, those are all semi close together that yeah, aren't, a couple you know, hours even. Yeah. Philadelphia's in there, Detroit. Those are all up mm-hmm. there that you'd have to hit all those together. They're not far, but you can get all those. Yeah. At least from one, one spot. Yeah. And then you, those would be like, you have to, that would be the week where you'd have to map out. Okay, hopefully the Reds are in town the same week that the, you know the uh, the the Pittsburgh team is in town. The uh, oh, so you're talking Pirates. about going to state, not only just going to, to check the games, out the station, but you want to go to teams playing home to the, games. Yeah, go to the games. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, you'd it's have not to just go. A matter of you'd just have to go to the, the you'd have to go to the games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. not just looking to see any game at any stadium. You want to see home teams play at home stadiums yeah, too. Yeah. So that's a double check box. All yeah, right. you got to go. Oh, to, that would be a good trip. Yeah, you got to go to every stadium and map it out. Map it out. And you got to be like, see, you can't buy tickets. You'd have to like see when when me and my dad did it. We like we did a small version of it. We went to we flew to New York. We saw the Yankees, mm-hmm. and then we we took a bus to to Philadelphia, and saw the Phillies. And then we took a train from Philadelphia to Boston. And saw the Red Sox, and I wanted to hit more, but he didn't want to hit more. Yeah, I wanted to hit a couple more in between, and he didn't want to go to any more. I wanted to hit like Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, and because I was like Pittsburgh's close to to where we're at. Like when we were in Philly, I was like Pittsburgh's close to here. It's like yeah. it's only a few hours. Let's go to and the pirate. Let's go see the Pirates. And then what is Cincinnati? Two, two Ohio. Three hours it's not from, that far. Yeah, it's from not Pittsburgh. That, not even yeah. That, so maybe. I was I was trying to convince him, but he didn't want to go that direction and then go up to Boston. Yeah. So he was like, it's either we go that direction and go home, or we go to Boston. He's like, I'd much rather go to Boston than Cincinnati, Ohio. And I was like, so when, right. you, when you chalk it up like yeah. that, I, I was like, taken Boston I was too. like, we could get two more stadiums or I can see Fenway. And I yeah. was like, OK, so I, I, I checked off, you know, my dad w- didn't really want to go to Fenway. But as long he got his Yankee Stadium, I got my Fenway. And then that's our, a win for win. Yeah. And our kicker was uh, was Philly. We went to the Phillies. And see, like so, that's one of the things I kick myself for is I spent so long in Chicago when I was going through the Navy and I didn't even bother to go. But you never went to Wrigley? no. Fuck! I would have went to Wrigley at least once, and see, like they have the they have the two teams. They have the Sox too. Yeah, they. I don't. I think Century Link or whatever is. The, I don't know what the name of their their stadium is. Uh, the other one. Um, I'm not sure. Target Field. No, that's that's in Minnesota. Yeah, because see, there's there's one I I left out. There's the Twins. They're up in Minnesota. So you'd have you'd have to map it out to where you you hit everything. But um, 
that's one of those trips that I'd because then I'd be able to go to all the major cities that yeah, I want to go twin to. Stadium is Target Field. Yeah. Uh, what's the Sox? Uh, the Sox. It's not Century Link. I don't think. Uh, that's a guaranteed rate field. Guaranteed rate. Yeah, I knew it had yeah. a weird double <laughs> fucking the Griff Field. Yeah. Like Garfield. I know, yeah, I know enough of sports to hang around, you know what yeah, I mean? That's it's not my the, hard that's pick, where but the, I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's where the White Sox, the old White Sox. Well, no, I remember that fucking, that one time we were watching that baseball game, that fucking Giants game. Oh, at and, my house? Yeah, the, uh, 2014, and, and I was like, it was a wild card game, and fucking they were playing the Pirates. Yeah, it was right at, right at open season, right? Right at no, the beginning of the season? it was the end of the year. It was oh, the playoffs. Yeah, it was the wild, yeah, wild card game. And they and Bumgarner was on. He was pitching, yeah. and then, yeah, Crawford came up, and you're like, this guy's going to hit a home run. And I was like, Crawford's not a power hitter. I don't think so. And you're like, I can sense it. He's going to hit a home run, and he fucking hit a two-run jack like the next pitch. I was like, this motherfucker right here just fuck called that shit. And I'm trying to fucking sit there and just be like, no, no, it's not going to happen. It's not. It, well, it fucking oh, yeah, happened. I remember and, that. I was like, this is. I was like, this is my first baseball game that I've ever decided to sit down and actually watch. And you're making me do it. I want a fucking home run. Yeah. I want a grand slam. And you're like, and this guy. Gonna this guy's going to gonna do it, and he's going to do it. And he and he did it. And they won that game because of it. Yeah, they did. That was the last World Series they won. Fucking. It's been, and that was the World Series parade that we went to that we almost got, yeah. quote, unquote, robbed. Yeah, we got almost fucking, yeah, that's that's a story to yeah. tell. Let's tell that story. you Because you, we have two different perspectives of this story, and and mine's like fucking like i'm the i'm the total bitch in this story and eric's the total like badass in this fucking story so yeah uh hey man if 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 you don't if you don't know you don't know you know only yeah. one thing yeah. changes whenever this i tell this story. whenever i tell this story everybody goes oh uh what the fuck, dude? You just left your boy there and ran <laughs> off. I'm like, dude, I fucking, I, I, I don't. I, yeah. I was like in so adrenaline mode, like I yeah. fucking, I like looked one way and looked the other way, and when I saw my opening, I was out of there. Like I threw my shit in the air and was out of there. Like I don't know what the fuck to do. Like I, fight or flight, dude. Like I, fucking, I feel it. So like, and then when I like, five minutes later, when I realized what I had done, and I was like, fucking, what the fuck, dude? And then I just saw Eric walking up to me, and everything was cool. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? Like so, yeah. Um, um, we went to the World Series parade. It was it was Halloween, of uh, twenty sixteen, and or not 20, 2014. Yeah, Halloween of twenty fourteen. Um, you had ended up buying a new bong. Uh, we went to Hate Ashbury afterwards. Yeah, had, and what was the what was the Bart station that we stayed at in the Pits, Pittsburgh? It was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Huh? Yeah. So so we we stayed at the Pittsburgh uh, Bart station. We um, that's where we parked. We parked there. Yeah. We we spent the whole day in the city. We did the whole parade after the parade. We, we went walked to ha- around, bought yeah. some stuff. We went to Haight Ashbury afterwards. I bought a couple records. You bought uh, a nice new high side bong. Yeah. And then we decided to take off. Um, Which, uh, by the way, Piggy is now the proud owner of the, of the proud owner of that. Yeah, high he's side got bong. the high side bong yeah, now. The bong is a nice bong. Yeah, man. he's got it now. That's uh, been through some shit too. I oh mean, yeah, it got punted. So yeah, we we um, <laughs> we decided to uh, we decided to leave, and you know we're it was it was the the kind of the reason for hanging out more during the day was like the crowd was so big that we were like we got to avoid a lot of the crowd. Yeah, like getting out of here at four o'clock, and we'll just hang out and we'll leave around seven or eight. We'll get out of here fucking when there's not a lot of a crowd. Well, it was also Halloween, so there were always there was a huge crowd still. Oh yeah, so we're of course. like we didn't think of that. Yeah, we're getting out of the the Bart station, and uh, 
your uh, your girlfriend at the time went and to use the bathroom. A single person bathroom, mind yeah. you, with Sing- a lockable door. Yeah, single person bathroom with a lockable door, and um, and some girls came up, like three or four, three girls, right? Yeah, three girls. Three girls. They came up, started banging on the door, and um, they were just banging on the door. Fucking yeah, let us in. Let us in. We got to take a piss. Blah blah blah. And um, yeah, your 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 girlfriend opened the door. She made the one the one fatal mistake uh, that you don't back yeah, to that him, you yeah. don't that you don't do in in Pittsburgh or the Bay Area. Yep. Yeah, you you uh, she chirped back at him, which you know she stood up for herself. So yeah. so Nothing good for good for her. Yeah, that was the thing. Like good for her, but it was like you shouldn't have done that because yeah. now we're fucked. Like and we're inside so, the Bart station yeah, so, at this point. So I didn't at this time. I'm watching all this, and I didn't see the guy that they were with until afterwards. Yeah. But the dude who tried to stop like, me at the turnstile and I it, just walked he, right through him. Yeah, that's I didn't see I didn't see him until I noticed that shit and I was like, oh fuck, like this is not good now. Yeah. So like this is some fucking shit where this is this dude's fucking bitches and he's some pimp, you know, and like yeah. and this is some shit right here. And yeah, so they took it personal that she fucking chirped back and nope. um he that so so tell that you he he was standing at the at the like the Yeah, the other side of the turnstile where you have to check your ticket to get out. And so it's like he was, you know, there was plenty of them open, but he, you know, he had purposely walked over and stood in front of the one I was going to use. And I just walked straight through him, you know what I mean? And he yeah. pops off with, you know, hey, is, is that your bitch over there? And I was all like, what, the tiny white one? Yeah, she's mine. And he was like, you, you know, and he's like, you need to you need to teach that bitch some respect. And I was like, I thought this was America. You give it if you want to get it. Why don't you talk to your three about respecting mine and we might get somewhere tonight? You know what I mean? At which point in time he starts popping off. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. You know what I mean? So we're leaving. We're going to leave. And um, he's following us out, running his mouth. You know, we've quit talking to him at this yeah, point in time. I, see, I, yeah. I didn't even see. Uh, I I saw him standing there waiting for you, and I went through a different turnstile and kept walking. Yeah, to my and left. And I remember looking behind me after I had turned the corner and looking behind me, and you were next to me. And I yeah. was like, okay, well, something's weird. And then that's when I had, then you had caught up to me at that point. And that's when, yeah, they were walking behind us. And yeah, I had noticed him walking behind us and so did you. And so, yeah, we kept walking. Our car had to be parked at the fucking ass end of the parking lot. All the way at the back of the parking lot, of course. Of course. Darkest fucking corner of the parking lot. And so, yeah. And so, you know what I mean? Of, you know, of course he, you know, waits, you know, until we exit a place where there aren't security cameras to, you know, get all tough. But, uh, this is the point, you know, he, you know, he's followed us into the dark part of the parking lot. And, um, this is where the, this is where it gets interesting. So, uh, he obtains a gun from somewhere. I I don't know where. And yeah, we had not turned around at this point. Yeah. We're, he's just, he's just following us. We have our back. He's getting close. He's just talking. Yeah. And he's just talking. And so as he's running up on us, he obtains a firearm from somewhere on his person and, you know, he's yelling at me. You know, he's all a hey, f- hey, fucking white boy. I got a problem with you. And he, and he racks his pistol. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I hear the rack of a pistol. I'm like, all right, dude's got a gun. I'm going to turn around now. You know what I mean? To try to put a diffuser yeah. to the situation, you know, because if he's got a gun and he just racked it, he's got a round in the chamber. Yeah. As I'm thinking all of this, I'm in, you know, mid turn around to make a 180 on an about face to face this guy. And in the process of me doing that, he goes, did you fucking hear me? And he racks it again. At which point in time, I'm like, okay, if he hadn't chambered around the first time, he's definitely chambered around this time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then this is what makes the whole story interesting because this was his, this was his mistake. 
was when I had actually made the full turn and took a step to advance to him. He racked the pistol a third time and no round came out of the chamber. Yeah. And that's when I knew this guy had just pulled an unloaded gun on me. Yeah. And right as I did, he fucking sticks the barrel and pokes me in the chest with it. I just looked down, I grabbed it and I just pushed it to the side. And I was like, do you really want to do this right now? And, and, he, and he goes to tuck the gun because he's extremely confused as to why I've just gently grabbed the barrel of his gun and done this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he pulls it out like he's going to pistol whip me with it. And I, I look him straight in the face. I was like, do you really want to do this right now? I know that gun's unloaded. You racked it three times. If you hit me with it, it better be a fucking pistol whip because you aren't shooting anybody. You know what I mean? And he's all, you know, fuck you. Give me your shit. And I'm like, dude, do you really want to do this right now? At which point in time I set my shit down. You know what I mean? And at this point in time, the I three was, girls... I was that, yeah, completely gone. Yeah, you were gone. You had been gone before this. Yeah, I was completely I, yeah, gone. I look over... I was gone at the sight of the gun. Yeah. At, at the, the <laughs> sight of the, the... See, I didn't hear the first rack. I, yeah. I saw the gun and saw the rack and was and like, I'm out of here. One, and yeah. I was fucking out of there. I was immediately gone. And I was like... F- and I ran to some person and I, I told some lady, I was like, call the fucking police now. Some guy just pulled a gun on me and my friends and she was like, get away from me. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I ran over That's to some, Area, some other dude and was like, call the police now. There's like... And I'm crouching down and shit and I'm like, call the police now. This fucking guy just pulled a gun on me and my friend. And he was like, all right, I'll call the cops now. Like, Because yeah. yeah, my phone was dead. I remember that. My yeah. phone had died. And, and so amid this, he looks over to his left, which is where my girlfriend is being confronted by the three girls that were with him. You know what I mean? Because they had just punched her in the yeah. face and bloodied her nose. And at this point in time, you know what I mean? You come, you come back with the other dude who you had brought that said, call on the cops. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You come walking back up. So he just punts my shit. The, the high side bong that was in a box. Luckily the dude had wrapped that up real good with bubble wrap. And he kicks it across the parking lot and they run off, you know, yelling obscenities into the night. Yeah, they took off running. Yeah. I remember that. I remember seeing him running. The worst part about everything was then the car wouldn't start. Yeah. The light got left on and the car wouldn't start. And the whole time there's a there's a BART cop. There's a uh, who can't do shit. Well, no, there's a BART cop police cruiser sitting with the vehicle on. Yeah, and the doors locked outside the door, of the building. With the doors locked with nobody inside, just sitting outside the building. And I was looking around everywhere for a fucking bar cop. Like, I was being fucking, my anxiety was turned up to a fucking hundred. So I was running oh, I around. I doubt it. I was like, I went over, like, when the car wouldn't start, I was like, I'm getting out of this car and I'm going into where I have cover. Yeah. Like, I was like, I need somewhere where I have cover to where my back is against something and I have both ways of looking to where I am at. Like, yeah. I was fucking freaking the fuck out. <laughs> So I went over and was like knocking on that car window, like trying to get that guy out. And nobody was in there. I ended up getting, finding somebody that was like, like that worked at the bar, like one of the utility workers and was like, can you call the BART cop? Because the cop car that's out front is running with nobody inside of it. And somebody just pulled a fucking gun on us and our car won't start and we need a jump and nobody's willing to give us a jump in the parking lot. And this fucking BART cop is sitting here with nobody. And I remember like getting this lady, she, she called, uh, she called like the BART police and they were like, Oh, well, we have an officer that's there. And they were like, well, there's a young man saying that nobody's in the car and the car's running and he's knocked on the window. Nobody's in the car. He can see that nobody's in the car. And so then they were like, well, the closest ones had conquered. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, that's like 20 minutes from here. Like, what the fuck? So we had to sit there and wait 20 minutes for this yeah. other fucking. The, at this time, the uh, the Pittsburgh police had showed up to get a, you know, so. Yeah, from my 911 so, call. So, so there was a 911 call, you know, so at that point, you know, it was fine where. 
where the cops had been there. But yeah. it was funny because I remember when the Bart cop showed up, he was just like, what the fuck? Like, the cops are here. It was like, well, fucking, yeah, because yeah. you were fucking not going to do anything anyway. Somewhere. I don't know where this fucking guy. I re- yeah, but I remember that fucking guy. He just came out of nowhere and was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, where the fuck were you, you fucking douchebag? What the fuck? You leave your fucking blowjob from a yeah, hooker somewhere in the bushes. Leave your fucking car on, like, so you're in it. Like, and yeah, and that a, was the weirdest thing about it, too, because it's like, dude, his dome lights were on. His all, laptop his, was his open. Ca- every, like, he was in the middle of doing paperwork Everything or was on. Everything was on. He just yeah, got, the car was he on. He just got out and locked the doors. Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck? How do you get back in? Yeah, and he wasn't even in the security office because the window to this, the, yeah. the, the BART office, the BART police office was right there. There was nobody there. Yeah, nobody. The lights to, were off in the office, but the car was there on him. Yeah, I had to find an attendant. So confused. A fucking, a person that's just like there sweeping and fucking making sure somebody doesn't jump over the kiosk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> steal a fucking free ride. That was a sketchy night. Then we went and partied afterwards. It was I one remember. of the best Halloweens, though, because we went to a Halloween party that straight was like, after that. Dude, that was like an epic day of like highs and lows because it was yeah. like, especially for me i was like i'm witnessing the third parade i've seen of my favorite baseball team winning a world championship then i'm getting this flash of holy shit i might die right now yeah and then to holy shit we're at this badass fucking halloween party fucking about to fucking get wasted and tell this awesome awesome story story. we got this awesome (laughs) i remember that was the thing your girlfriend was like like she was just she had a lot of anxiety just like me yeah and she I, i remember like um she was like she wanted to go home and I was like, well, we have this. I was like, there's this party that we can go to. And you were full bore all on board right away. Like, let's yeah. go. Like, let's go. Like, because you were, you were, you were super pissed. Like, and you were like, if they catch this guy, I'm going to go to court and shit. And then when I told you about the party, you were like, let's fucking go. Yeah. And like, and I remember your girlfriend was just like, no, like, I don't really want to go. And we just kind of were like, let's do Like, come on, don't let it like ruin your night. And you were, and she was yeah, just like, you go home, you're going to stew. I was like, shit. let's, let's go to, I was like, let's go to break the you tension. Know, let's go to your house and get a quick, we'll get, we'll get a fucking quick, but whatever a costume and we'll just go. And yeah. fucking, I was like, I'll just dress as a giants fan. Like you just get something simple and we'll go. And I was like, we'll have this awesome story to tell and you'll have fun. And she was like, all right, let's do this. And it was like, we fucking ended up having a kick ass night. Yeah, and it was cool too. She did because it's like whatever they, they punched her. What was funny too is they punched her in in the nose hard enough to make it bleed, but they never gave her a black eye or anything. They didn't even break her nose, which was weird. They just got her right in the nose. Yeah, yeah, that was and that, that was, was all they did too. They didn't even jump her. One, the biggest one, punched her in the nose, and that was it. Uh, that's fucking, fucking. That was one of those stories, man. Like, yeah, it's like I felt so bad too because it's like I, you know what I mean. I would I would have popped a girl that popped my old lady, but it's like, you know what I mean. It's it's like how. You know, I, I got a gun in my face right now. I got to deal with this guy first and foremost. And the the way that that just folds down is just almost, you know, you kind of can't get away from it at that point. You know, it's like I, I wish I could have handled two scenarios at once, but it's like, yeah, oh, and that still gets me. Even though she's an ex now, it's still like nah. well, and that whole thing. Like, that's where, like, like I said, like, I feel I feel bad, like. I felt bad afterwards and everything like that. I fucking just abandoned. Like I, well, I skipped, fine, though. I skipped, thing. I skipped yeah. out. And I remember you telling me, cause I said that, like, I was like, I feel bad that I left you guys. Like, it's I was cool, like, dude, when you don't and, know, you don't know. And you were like, dude, but I've like been, I remember you telling me like, I've been fucking trained in this shit. Like I have a fucking ear for this shit. Yeah, I like know. I know. And yeah. I was like, Oh, well, I feel I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> like yeah. I was like, all right, but everybody tells me that like you fucking bitched out, dude. You fucking took yeah, no, off, fuck and I'm like, that, what dude. the fuck, dude? Like I I don't even really remember. Like yeah. I remember turning and seeing a gun, and the first thing that I thought was, where's the clear? Where's my opening to where I don't run into this guy? Yeah, and it was like that way, 
and I just fucking booked it. Yep. And I remember dropping everything I had and just booked it. Like he's not gonna fucking turn and start shooting at me. Yeah. Like in the crowded area. Like I'm 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 gone. Yeah. And like that was my immediate thought was I'm gone. Yeah. Like and, fucking And that's the thing, dude, is it's like I said, dude, I'll tell anybody, dude, who wants to say that you're, you know, in an ass for bailing, dude. When you don't know, you don't know. And I and I don't blame you, you know what I mean? I would have done the same thing. It's like I tell everybody too, it's like I'm so used to, you know what I mean, walking around on guard duty with a, you know, a sidearm either, you know, attached to my chest plate or on my thigh that when I, I turned around and I knew he had a gun, I reached for a sidearm I didn't have. Yeah, you wouldn't bought a, right you wouldn't bought a gun right after that. Yeah, like literally a, like three a, days later. A couple days after that, yeah. I remember that. And that, that was the whole intention of that, but it's like. You're I, like, this yeah, is never going to happen again. again. <laughs> nope, not going to happen again. Never. And then, dude, hey, did I did I uh, did I tell you I got a a really nice? Um, I'm totally gonna put in a plug for a company that I don't work for right now, but I got this really nice um, handmade, all like real leather from Alien Gear holsters for my uh, for my uh, Smith and Wesson, and it's one of those old school over the shoulder brown um, detective like '80s cop with the right hand draw and the two spare mags on the side. Oh, that's super Holster. dope! I got it in brown instead of black, for uh, for fucking for what your pistol? Yeah, for my Smith and Wesson because I got tired of a waistband carrying it. So it goes over your shoulder. Yeah, it's a it's the double over the shoulder. Yeah, it's the old, so it's like a backpack. Yeah, it's, it's the just fucking eighties like de- detective. It's the detective cop. Yeah, the exactly. Fucking, yeah, fucking lethal weapon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All you're missing is fucking Mel Gibson's fucking mullet. No, pretty much. Huh? <laughs> the mullet is making a comeback, though. So, and that's the thing, dude. It's like I, I kind of want to grow out a mullet <laughs> and cut my, because you know how my beard grows in really full. Yeah, I, I want to, I want to grow out a mullet and then I want to cut my beard real trashy white, like Joe Dirt, and just be like <laughs> king, king of the trailer park, bro. Be like the fucking, be like Joe Dirt, <laughs> king of the king of the trailer park, dude. I think I'm gonna do it, dude. As an Instagram, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like it could be doable. It can, it can be done. It definitely can be done. I, I. I agree with you there. Um, fucking, I don't know, dude. Fucking hit that bull. We're we're ripping we're ripping some potski right now. You know, we don't have to lie to the listeners. Rip, ripping some bulls. Fucking talking some smack. I'm not I'm not trying to hide this vice from anybody. <laughs> no, yeah, everybody everybody that listens knows fucking in some capacity oh. or or whatever. Or fucking, another. Yeah, I don't fuck. I don't fucking know. Oh God! Uh, soon enough to be on the new intro. Yeah, soon enough. Soon yeah, enough. oh yeah, fucking that. Yeah, fucking Eric. So uh, Eric, we can thank Eric for the little jingle that that starts in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And for the little uh, fucking uh, the the uh, the artwork too. Oh, that, the little album artwork. Yeah, the artwork that's coming. That that we'll, we're we're gonna we're gonna fucking get a better artwork in there soon. So. Oh yeah, we got some uh, production stuff in the works now. Yeah, fucking, we'll figure that shit out. You know, there's not there's not a lot of effort being thrown into this show. No, not right now, at least. Not <laughs> no, right now, at least. No, I have too much on my plate to throw a lot of effort into doing this. Like, I just do it as a hobby and to talk to people. And yeah, it's casual. I don't know. For, I the reason I started was like, so like at the time I was living with Cody, and I was like, they had just got married, and oh, um, him and Stevie. Yeah, him and Stevie had just got married, and I was like, man, like, I like in and. This was nothing like they had never told me like you can't have people over you can't you know they had never told me any of that when I yeah. lived there so it was nothing like that it was always like I have too much respect when I'm living with somebody when it's not my house to be like I'm gonna you know so when she, when she moved in initially I was just like you know I'm not gonna 
be a fucking idiot. You know, like yeah. I'm going to do everything. The, the The only thing on my mind was I need to do everything I can to not get kicked out because then I won't have a place to go. Exactly. And I would have to scramble to find a place to live. And so I have to make this work. And if that means I can't, you know, just do whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want, then I'm going to have to just do that. That's kind of like my situation now. And it, and it wasn't like, you know, like like I said, they never told me anything. She never told me anything. She never told me to be quiet. Never, nothing, anything like that. I just had the, enough respect to be like, I'm not going to have people over during the weekday. They both work early. And at the time, I wasn't working my new job, so I was like still working at O'Reilly's, working weird hours. And yeah, it's like whatever. I'll, I'll if I want to have people over, I'm I'm not gonna have people over. And so I was just always having like think like fuck. I need to talk about like. I, I just watched I need this. A place to vent. I, I need. I just fucking saw this sick ass movie, and I wish I could tell. Like, like that was when I, I would go over to your house a lot, and we'd talk and shit, you know. And like, and then I was like, fuck, man. Like, I need. At the time, I was just you know days I would sit around alone, like fuck. I, I really want to tell somebody about this, but they're sleeping, and yeah. I'll tell Cody tomorrow. But I really want to talk about this right now. And I was always thinking about starting one, and then it happened around you know like a year went by, and then they got married, and I was like, you know what, like. Nobody uses that shed out in the backyard, and I can put this computer out here and test it out and see if I can do something. Like, I didn't even have mics or anything, so, like, the first episode, I just set the computer up, and I did it off the... the yeah, the, the mic the, on the, the actual top, The mic right? on the computer, yeah. and I just recorded, like, the first two or three episodes like that in the shed, and I put up some, like, sound barrier stuff and, like... There was some sound stuff left over in there that I kind of like soundproofed the wall that I had the computer on and I would stop it when cars would drive by and shit like, you know, like, so (laughs) I was like, and I would do it late at night and I would just like the first couple episodes are straight like movie reviews like I are and then talking about like politics or I, I remember one of the first episodes I reviewed, I think it was the first episode I reviewed like three movies and I just saw two of them in the theater and one of them I had watched at home, and then I had read read an article about an upcoming movie by a director I really liked, how they were talking about the director's this right-wing, you know, he's this new director for the right-wing, you know, alt-right, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, he makes movies that are, like, B-movies that have nothing to do with any, like, yeah. he made Bone Tomahawk, like, how did that have How's anything? That, it's what's a political in that? Gnarly Western about cannibals and shit what's political yeah. like you know what the fuck is like <laughs> someone's sitting there like how you know so i was like i need to tell so i need to talk about this so you know like that so it spawned off of that and then it was like i need to get better gear and then i bought all this shit in a package and then it turned into doing it like i was doing it all in that shed and then when i moved here i you know just do it in the kitchen and fucking but i want to get a better like the thing that the the interface plug in right there yeah, i want to i want to get one that um I've been looking for one that's that's four plugs, so I can get more. Like I can have four people on, or yeah, three people. Interviews. I can have more. I can have where we're sitting around, you know, and like yeah. you know, and I want to get better mics, but they're all super expensive. Like this shit, all just like these mics are fucking basic mics. They're they're not supposed to be used for this. They're basically like tracking mics for. That's the same for they stereo recording mics for instruments. Yeah, these are these are these are yeah, they're they're multi purpose. 
But these are basically mics for miking instruments yeah, and doing. That's what they're intended yeah, for. these are basically intended for miking instruments and doing shit like that studio recording shit. Yeah. So I mean, but they're multi-purpose and yeah. So I mean, they they sound best for that. They sound weird when you don't have the covering. Like you know, they they sound a little like you know. Oh yeah, like, no, you sound tin canny like that. Yeah. So when at least with this covering, it, it fixes it. But I do have a. That was crazy. Yeah, it's it's weird. There really is a big difference. It is between this and that. Like, so last week's episode, people, like, I did have somebody be like, the audio sounds a little weird. And I was like, yeah, it's because we were holding the mics, like, talking, like, holding them casually, like, not on the stand and shit. Like, so, I mean, I have a condenser one that I did a couple episodes. That was, like, another, a couple of the early episodes. I used a condenser mic that I got from my buddy Kyle. How'd that go? And it worked, but it had a lot of static and a lot of... uh, Probably the cord or the terminal. Yeah, something, but it's USB, and, and I don't really like the USB, like... The USB condenser mics are not, they're nice, but I don't they're not reliable like this. The, yeah, because the USB port and the transfer. Yeah, it gets that's it gets, what the problem is. Yeah, and it, I mean it's a nice mic. It's a um, I, I have it in I think it's in the garage. It's a blue. It's a nice mic. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good brand. It's a really nice mic. Yeah, and it's it, it just fucking the cord is all fucked up, and mm. and I don't like how it's a USB one. So I'm yeah. like fucking. I wish it was. Uh, I looked at the mic and everything. I was like, this is a really nice mic, and it comes with like. The stand is one of those. It's a game. It was he used it for gaming, oh, doing yeah, Twitch streams and shit. Yeah, and so like that. it has the arm, like so like so you it can has swing it. Sw- swivel arm, but it's oh, broken cool. to where it doesn't have like oh. I needed like to, something to put it in, like this the to where it hold it up. So I wouldn't oh, even, to hold the base of the yeah, arm. Yeah, so I, like hmm. I had that. I was using that one when I was doing solo episodes, but then I got this, so I don't need to use it. Hmm. I've never tried to use it with with uh, with this interface plugged in. I don't think it would work. Like I think you because the interface is what's what's uh yeah I don't think it would work I think because the interface is what's the input is right now so I don't think if I plugged in that mic it would work but and speaking of new movies I was meaning to ask you this earlier have you seen I'm looking for it right now uh, that that new movie it's got um it's got McLovin in it. Oh yeah, promising young woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. What do you think of that movie? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was so I, great. I watched I, it. It was awesome. I talked to to Nick Hagen on the last episode about this, and I told him um, I won't name names because yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. But I told him that McLovin character. I uh, uh, we may know a few a few guys like that. Yeah. Like yeah, we 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 may know. Uh, we may know. We may sure. we may know a few of those <laughs> fucking people. And if you haven't seen the movie, then you don't won't know what we're talking about. But yeah, but go see it just but, so you know yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah, promising young woman. It, it was it was a really fucking cool like uh, dark um, like it's super indie at times, but like it's I don't know like I I liked the way it was directed because it was super artsy, but at the same That's time it was like I got like a I got like a dark gothic like. If Wes Anderson went to Cal Poly and smoked a lot of weed, you know what <laughs> it, I mean. It 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 has like, it has like independent film weird vibes to it, but then it, at the same time it has the artsy shit with like a lot of the neon and the bright lights. Yeah, and the, the, the use and of the, the lipstick the, in that movie, the lipstick, the 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 way that they light her in yeah. certain situations. It was all. It all had to do with a lot of the lighting and the way that it was. The, the set designs are really great. Yeah. Fucking uh, that cabin was fucking awesome. Like the the from the final scene. Mm-hmm. Oh man, dude, that fucking the whole ending of that movie had me like, 
I was like, fuck, man, this can't be the way this movie is ending. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, yeah. you get the you get the wrap up where you feel fucking great. You're, yeah, like, you're oh. just like, yes. Because oh. oh. at least it's not like that movie. Um, speaking of movies that have horrible endings, what was the uh, have you seen the movie um, uh, Pay It Forward with the kid from The Sixth Sense? No, you haven't seen that movie. OK, so. It's an older movie. I mean, do you mind me ruining it for you? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Okay, so basically, it's the the kid from the Sixth Sense. He's growing up, right? Um, I I don't know who his mom is, but she's in a couple of other movies. I can like see her in my head. Her face is really familiar. But um, this kid basically he grows up with his mom and she's a single mom. You know what I mean? His dad is a, you know, cross country truck driver, drinking guy. You know what I mean? So he comes home few and far between. And when he does, you know what I mean? He, you know, treats his, you know, wife, the kid's mom, any way you would expect, you know what I mean? A cross country drinking. Haley Joel Osment's in this movie. I think (laughs) the same. That's the kid from the Sixth Sense, or Bruce yeah, yeah, Willis. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's that kid. But I, I forget um, what the the lady's name um, is uh, in that movie. Uh, you'll know her here as soon as I find it right here on the IMDb. Yeah, because it was made in two thousand. It's got um, it's got another. It's got Kevin Spacey and Helen Hunt. Oh, it's a Spacey movie. Yeah, and so um, Spacey the Rapey. Yeah, Spacey the Rapey plays uh, <laughs> Spacey the Rapey plays this uh, high sc- uh, this like middle school teacher. Um, they live somewhere in like Las Cruces, New Mexico, or some shit. Wherever you know what I mean. It's it's in the hood part of some state where it's because the kid the school that this kid goes to they have metal detectors, right? Yeah, so you have to walk through to get into the courtyard of the actual school. Um, but uh. Rapey Spacey plays this. Um, that's going to be his name forever now. <laughs> you got me on that. But uh, he plays this uh, deformed, um, like, history teacher or something, right? And so, you know, this this kid, you know what I mean? His mom works multiple jobs, like, you know what I mean? Standard single mom struggling. She works, you know, two hours here, four hours there, eight hours here, you know, three, four jobs a day. And so um, the teacher... Uh, basically is this a, a bad movie no it's not a bad movie at all and so the the kid um well it ends horribly because like i was saying on the subject of movies that end horribly you're gonna get a kick out of this right so um rapey spacey basically assigns the class hey i want you to come up everybody individually is part of the project in this class or part of this semester to come up with an idea of the fastest way that you could change the world and affect everybody positively while doing it without causing a great amount of harm to anybody or any type of detrimental action happening. Like you you don't have to like rob anybody to make anything equal. And so he comes up with this idea, you know what I mean? Like Peter Griffin says, Ooh, I love it when they say the title of the movie in the movie, you know what I mean? He comes up with the pay it forward idea. He helps three people. And the only thing that he asks from them is that they pay it forward sometime, somehow, whenever they can, in some way, no matter how big yeah. or how small, you pay it forward three you pay it forward to three people. So, you know, three will turn into nine, which turns into you see how exponentially yeah, yeah. fast that goes. And so he finds um and it's like um like this whole family's torn apart because his grandma's homeless, living on the street under a bridge, right? 
And so coming back from visiting his grandma, because his grandma and his mom don't really talk, he runs across this dude. It's like a homeless guy, right? Uh, you, you can see the track marks on his arms yeah. and stuff like that. Rip the bong. He's ripping the bong, and now I'm going to rip the bong. So you can see the track marks on this dude's arms, right? And his mom is having to um, take the bus, you know, bum rides, use taxis and stuff like that to get to and from work. Uh, another bong rip, you know. Just a couple of stoners here. This is what you got to deal with when you're... <coughs> when it's, you're that, it, it's that talking fuel. That, yeah. Talking fuel. Yeah. <coughs> But uh, he takes this guy back to his house, and he was like, you know, he feeds him a bowl. Of, like, he's, you know, he makes the dude a bowl of cereal. They're yeah. eating Captain Crunch together, and he tells the dude, hey, man, you can, you know, sleep here tonight. He gives the dude some of his dad's clean clothes and stuff like that, and he goes, but you have to sleep in the bed of the truck. And the truck's broken down in the garage. She would be driving it, but it's broken yeah. down. And so, um, um, you know, he's he's hiding out there for a couple of days, and then... Um, his mom eventually comes out into, to the garage to go sneak a cigarette because she's not supposed to be drinking or smoking, and she's got the vodka hidden out there in a laundry basket that's up on a shelf, you know what I mean? And um, she walks in on the, the homeless dude that she doesn't know, obviously, in, in you know in her garage, and she had just gotten home from work and um, into a fight with uh, her kid about something, and so she's like, you know, on edge, right? And she sees this dude come crawling out from underneath the truck. She starts to freak out. And he's all like, hey, no, just watch. And he walks over to the truck and starts it. He had fixed it for her. You know, and he's all like, I don't mean no harm. He's like, I'll get out of here right now. And she's all like, how, how the f you get in my house? Why are you fixing my truck? And he goes, he goes, your kid. And he, she's like, what do you mean, my kid? What did you do to my kid? You know, freaking out. And he goes, no, 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 no nothing like that. He goes, he goes, your kid, he, he fed me, gave me some clothes, he let me sleep here for a couple of nights, and the only thing he asked me to do was help somebody when I could. And he's like, before I fell on hard times, this is what I used to do, so I, I fixed your truck and I'll leave now. But she ends up making him dinner, but then they eventually end up parting ways. Um, Rapey Spacey eventually ends up hooking up with his mom. You know what I mean? Um, legitimately. Uh, and because, uh, you know, she you know she feels bad for the deformed burned yeah. guy. And, you know, dad's come through at this point in time and, you know, giving her feathers a good ruffle. And so um, he has uh, her son has like this beef with some gangbangers at this school. Right. And it's this kid that thinks he's a badass because, you know, he sneaks a knife past the metal detector and shit. Right. And so this is what I was talking about. This kid goes through inspiring all these people to do all this good shit. You ready for this? And then so they're in the courtyard and these kids start pushing him around, you know what I mean? You know, giving him shit. And, you know, the kid draws his switchblade and pops it open to intimidate him with it. And one of the kids pushes, runs up and pushes him from behind because he wants to get in on, you know what I mean? Pushing yeah. the kid around and he pushes him into the kid who's just, you know, blatantly holding the blade out and, you know, gets him right in the fucking the liver or whatever, not the liver, like they have like the liver or the spleen, yeah. or, you know what I mean? And so he goes to the hospital and he ends up dying. And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> Rapey Spacey's yeah, with his like, mom. Dad's like a, gone. It's all like a fucking are, yeah. uh, American History X fucking type of ending where the fucking main character is finally reforming. And he's like, fuck, man. I feel, and then just gets knocked off. He gets fucking killed way. at the end. Yeah, no, uh, Promising Young Woman ends a lot like The Departed ends. Yeah. Where like something happens where you're like, fuck, man. 
And then it, and then you know it ends up wrapping up to where you're like, okay, I, I could live with that. It's yeah. good. That's good. Like, you can continue with what we're doing. I yeah. can buy this. Yeah, we're happy now. Provocative. Yeah. yeah. The the bad guys don't win, so I'm happy. Yeah, I'll I'm take happy. that. Yeah. Uh, so that that was a that was one of my top five from last year. Uh, I mean, it was slim pickings, but that was one of them. Uh, Sound of Metal. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I haven't seen that one yet, dude. That movie is so fucking good. Is it? I'm yeah, going to have to go home and watch it tonight then. Sound of Metal? Sound of Metal. It's an Amazon Prime movie. And it's... Um, Do you think they have it on um, Apple TV? Probably not. I don't know. Um, do you have? Uh, do you not have Amazon Prime shipping? No. No, uh, yeah. It's it's on Amazon Prime. It may be on, it, it, it may be on one of those rentals. I'm sure it is. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Because it can't just be exclusively... I know it's streaming for free on Amazon Prime, okay. but it's probably available for rent on on it, Apple TV and anything like that. It's got the um, remember Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that was such a good movie. You know, remember the remember his like weird little assistant guy that's with him that he ends up shooting and shit. You know, like yeah, that's the main guy in Sound of Metal. Okay, so he's the main guy, and it's about a like him and his girlfriend are a metal musician group and. He immediately starts losing his hearing. Like oh, they're no. pl- they're playing a show. Like it starts off, they're playing a show, and then the next day, it it's like him making breakfast and doing their day and going to the sh- next show. And then the next show is when he starts like losing his hearing a little bit. And then by the third show, he's completely lost his hearing. He's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Goes to a doctor, and then it turns into like a you learn he's a recovering addict. And he's got to go to a like facility for addicts, but also it's strictly for deaf people. So it's like a sober living home, but for deaf people. So he's has to learn That's how one to, hell of a halfway house. Yeah. So he's gotta learn how to cope with being deaf and this being his new reality as a musician and all the shit. And, and not it, using drugs yeah, to cope with that reality. He, yeah, and it's and it's crazy, but he gets he gets his uh one glimmer of hope being that there's this surgery that's very expensive that you can get that may bring it back. And being an addict, he uses all these addict tendencies to get do anything he can to get to where he can get that surgery. Yeah. And yeah, it's it unfolds in just like it's one of those movies where it's really fucking depressing, but it's really good. And it's like it's well acted and everything you're watching, like the <coughs> the the sound design, like the first time because it's really they're they're like a gnarly grungy metal band and it's him and his girlfriend so he's playing drums all loud and she's playing fucking just smashing fucking gross guitar sounding fucking just heavy shit and um ripping them power chords yeah just fucking screaming into the microphone and uh the first time he loses his hearing they do it in this such a subtle way to where like he's over at the merch table and somebody sets down a crate of records on the table and the sound on uh, as you're watching the sound just goes out on that side of the tape on that side of the as speakers. he sets down as he sets down the the speakers no the sound is like the full sound as you're watching as the viewer you're him type of thing the the sound design is where it just cuts and all it is is muffled and with a high-pitched ringing yeah and and he, and then it the camera kind of swivels and he's po- poking his ear like what the fuck is going on like and then it comes back and he's like, oh, okay, I guess that was nothing. And then they start playing, like, and then he loses it again. And it's like, what the fuck? And then it goes through to where he wakes up the next day. 
And there's this routine that he goes through where he's making breakfast that you see early in the movie with all the sound. Mm -hmm. And now you're seeing it with completely no sound where it's muffled, where it's like, it sounds like you put on, yeah, it sounds like you put on headphones, like those, those hunting headphones where they Uh, muffle the sound out. And when you make the shot. Yeah. Like where, where, where everything is muffled and you hear the ringing and you, and when somebody talks to you, it's like, like you, like you just were doing, you can barely make it out. You're like, what the fuck? Like, that's what it sounded. (laughs) That's what it sounded like. So anytime you were in his perspective, that's what you heard. Oh, that's good sound design. So, so it was the whole movie was like that throughout, like him being in the 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 um, the halfway house. You're you're getting a lot of his perspective, so you're getting a lot of like this muffled like, and him having to learn these different technologies and, and, and having to learn the 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 sign language and and it's interesting. He learns how to like communicate with kids through like like uh, doing um, different beating things like through the, the the vibrations and he's understanding like how the vibrations work being a drummer and like so he's teaching kids how to like bang on trash cans and things like that and how how they can feel it and how they can make sounds and do certain things and he's like doing things to where they sound good to where he's doing it and he's teaching them and it's like whoa this is fucking crazy so That's it turns cool. into a really like interesting perspective of like a musician becoming deaf and learning how to cope and being an addict in the process and yeah i i really fucking liked it it was it was cool that that sounds it's almost kind of like a spin-off of that other movie what's that one movie about the um the um homeless black guy who's really good at playing the cello or something oh yeah it's similar i i know which movie you're talking about i don't remember the name i gotta look it similar up concept jamie fox wasn't it yeah it was him for sure um Oh, I just lost my audio. No, no, no. It's just uh, it's just the cord. I I oh, pulled this thing it. out. I, oh, yeah. there it is. Right. Yeah, the cord's all fucked up, so I gotta prop it. Yeah, that that um, it's similar, but um, oh, I don't the think soloist. I don't think uh, Jamie Foxx loses his hearing. In, in no, his, no, no, he doesn't. He's yeah. just a home. He's just yeah, a, he's just a homeless an guy. Offset mentally yeah. a homeless guy. That, this movie had such like brilliant sound design. Like I was like this. I was just so blown away by how it was. Like I wish I could have saw it in theaters because it would have just been like oh my Even god. Because the part where where he where he loses his hearing is so it's so sudden and you're like fuck like wow like and it cuts the sound completely for the viewer so you're like holy shit and it hasn't happened throughout so you're like what the fuck like and then it comes back real quickly and you're like oh that's not good and then you just kind of expect it to go away again and yeah and you're like oh shit this is this is really fucked yeah and and i'm like is this what it would sound like like and it's like oh fuck this probably was like this may be what it could sound like to partially because he didn't fully lose it yeah like he He goes partially he goes to the doctor and they they look at it and like he's lost a lot of tissue and shit and they're explaining like you you you're never going to get it back to what you're hearing now and he can barely hear you anything he can barely like they're talking normal yeah and, and he can hear them but it's barely and he's like, he could hear if you're yelling, like he, he could hear it clearly. But it's like if they're talking normally, like whispering, he couldn't hear a thing, you know. Oh. So it's like, it's fucking, I was like, this is, this is, <laughs> but it's like a weird muffled too, like a really weird muffled, like it sounds like somebody's in the distance always. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking weird, dude. If it sounds like this, I'd, I'd be so fucked. Like, 
and the hearing aids thing. Yeah, when it gets to that point, when he gets the, the to the surgery point, that shit's even worse. It's like, did he get a colloquial implant, or was that what that? That's he gets some surgery sort of he, he gets some sort of implant, and it fucking makes it like super high frequencies. He's always dialing. He can hear yeah, you everything. Have to dial in and out. He can with dial. It. He can hear into shit. Like, yeah, it's all. It makes even. It makes shit worse. He because it's like all staticky. Yeah, like. And he sounds like a robot when he talks. So oh, it's like, that sucks. so he fucking is all like, God damn it. Like, and that shit's not, you know, you can't reverse that. Can't that can't be fun at all. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. Now he has a whole new thing to cope with. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, you, you, you should watch it. You should, uh, fuck. I can't remember. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna have to go home and watch it tonight for sure. That one was good. Um, well, I, I gotta know what you, what your opinion on the tax collector was. Do you watch that one yet with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, no, that's my exact thing. It was terrible. No, horrible. I was watching it and like probably like I don't know, thirty <laughs> minutes in, I was like, "This movie's awful." Okay. I don't know why I'm going to continue watching it, but I continued watching it. I I couldn't believe that like they were fucking calling Shia LaBeouf like or wait, Shia LaBeouf was like talking like. A gangster, like and like this horrible fucking accent. Mocked yeah, like, accent. Like, oh my god! And then like, what was up, Holmes? Yeah, what was his fucking name? Uh, Creeper, man. Creeper, yeah. Creeper, I was like, man. his fucking name's Creeper. Like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Like, and all this. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so then George then, Lopez was the bad guy. I'm like, this is the stupid. Out of all the people like, to be why, a bad guy. Why would you put George Lopez as the bad? You should have him as like the funny guy that's next to the bad guy, the right hand man. Yeah, yeah like, the sarcastic, <laughs> the sarcastic handle. If dude. you've if you've seen Boondock Saints like Ron Jeremy, yeah, like, exactly, like how he's the fucking comic relief guy to the fucking head boss, yeah, exactly. And it's like I, I like okay, I mean, I do have to give Shia the credit in one department. If you're gonna go, he get commits. Com- oh, dude, he committed. He, yes, he got he, that full front body tattoo yes. piece. He like. I mean, dude, when he was doing Fury, which is like, you he, know... He got his face scarred and a tooth pulled, didn't he? He fucking filed down one of his teeth, and he definitely pulled the tooth to put a gold tooth in. I, but thought, he, I thought he had that one surgically removed, like he went to a dentist for that movie. He did, he did but he filed down a bunch of teeth in that movie, like, to... To fucking well, level out his fronts, huh? Yeah, he filed down a bunch of them. Yeah, because then he scarred his face too. Yeah, he did a bunch of crazy shit. And I mean, I liked that movie, but that's like a subpar movie. Like it's it's a good. I like it. It's a good movie, but uh, you know, it's it's not the greatest movie. Fucking yeah, no, it's it's, it's a not a movie. It's movie yeah, sure. it's not a movie to be doing that for. But I give him credit. He commits. Yeah, <laughs> he's starring along Brad Pitt, like, and he does all this fucking crazy shit. Yeah, but that's <laughs> what I like. But that's what I like about method actors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you see what he uh did you see the um the fuck what was it? It was the recent it was like probably about three months ago. He they all did like a uh Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, the reading the when re- he was in the car did, did smoking you see that? Oh, his dude. lines. He was he was the best part about it. He was playing Spicoli and he was yeah. the fucking best part about it. He is Spicoli. He committed to it though. Everybody else was just reading their lines and he was like in character yeah. playing the role and that's why of Spicoli. I like and I was, him. It was so fucking great. It's because you're guaranteed to you, it's like that's what I like about method actors and all realities, because it's like no matter what you put them in, if if they're dedicated to the role yeah you're gonna get that 100 percent, and then that extra 100 and that that alone you know what i mean like 
when you say that it's like, oh, you know, all that stuff that Shia did in for Fury, that's not the type of movie to be doing it for. Yeah. But then you have, but then I have to ask myself, if he hadn't done all that and he hadn't brought that intensity, would the movie be even shittier? He's just gotta, and I think it would have been. He he's just gotta get to the point where, like, see. He does all these roles that are like for bad written scripts and stuff like that. And it's like maybe it's the only stuff he can get. But a lot of the stuff is like badly written scripts. Yeah. And the movies don't turn out really well. And he would be somebody perfect to be like you get as like a supporting guy with one of these like bigger directors that can kind of keep him under control, but let him be the character that he's supposed to be because then he can fall into that character and then the director can direct him. And that's what you do. Like he just needs better, you know, all around projects to do. But I, I bet it's because he's. I mean, he just got fucking uh, accused of a bunch of fucking shit too. Yeah. Like, well, so I bet isn't it's these days. Yeah, but I bet it's because <laughs> it's it's like a reputation and yeah. that movie. I mean, if you saw, um, have you seen Honey Boy, the movie about his life? Yeah. The, the uh, where he plays his dad. Yeah, he and, plays the role of his father. Yeah, that that movie like is perfect. Like that was a movie where like it was his story. So and the story was really good, mm-hmm. like it was well written. I believe he wrote it, and yeah, no, I be- he wrote most he, of that he, script. He, um, I don't think he directed it. I think a, a a woman directed it, but he definitely wrote it. We need to get a computer guy. And <laughs> I know, I know he, I know he wrote it, but he, he, I, I, I definitely believe he didn't direct it. But that that um, that movie's perfect. It's a perfect example. Because it's it's a great script and it's a great story and he's playing a great character and he can dive into it and it's a character that he knows so he definitely dove into it and it didn't get a lot of fucking uh, it got it broke it, even it got cray it got uh, it got praise like from yeah. critics it was it's it's fresh but it didn't get a lot of like award talk or anything like that yeah, no. I, and that was last year and I was expecting it like I was like hoping that it would get a, a like a screenwriting Oscar of some sort nomination because it really was, it, it did have good writing, but yeah, the, your, your he, director was he, Alma Harrell. Yeah. So he hasn't earned a, he hasn't earned a reputation yet to where he's like, people want to work with him. So he has to kind of take like whatever project he can. And he's not like a Nick cage where he takes all these bad movies and he makes them somehow fucking awesome. This is because you know, he's Nick cage. Dude, Nick cage is in this movie called like season of the witch or some shit. I don't know what it is, but it looks fucking weird and creepy and fucking crazy. And I'm like, I have to see this movie. I see anything he's in like did you, did fucking color out of space. Yeah. Color out of space. Did you see that shit? Yeah. That was a, uh, uh, fucking, um, <laughs> H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story. And oh, really? Yes, and it was uh, and actually a really good H.P. Lovecraft uh, like movie adaptation a- adaptation type of thing. Like it's um, usually when they do H.P. Lovecraft type of stuff, it's not really that great in movies. But uh, Color Me Out of Space is just a weird like you know it's <laughs> perfect, and Nick Cage is perfect for it. And it's yeah, that movie was awesome. And I remember we watched Mandy, you don't and, say. and fucking Mandy is like even fucking crazier. And I loved that movie. I was like, what the fuck? And like, 
<laughs> the fucking weird troglodyte creatures. And yeah, he's Ghost Rider kills yeah, me. Ghost Rider, dude, National Treasure kills me. Yeah, National like, Treasure the, too. The line where he where he says fucking uh, he just like looks at he's in there looking at the the Declaration of Independence and he's like explaining to his little weird buddy about like all the history behind it and they're walking out and everything and he's just like. This document means all the blah, blah, blah of, the, of American history. And, it you know, all the people that fought for this document and signed this document, blah, blah, blah. And then he just pauses, and I'm going to steal it. And I'm like, every time, <laughs> <laughs> it just gets me every time. I'm like, what the and fuck, dude? Like, this ridiculous fucking, <laughs> fucking diatribe he goes by. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and then he just, and I'm going to steal it. And his little fucking sidekick's like, wait, wait what, what? You're going to what? Like, Riley? Yeah, Riley? It's like, oh, I love this fucking movie, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, I love Nick Cage, dude. He's the best. He is the best. I, um, what was the, um, that other movie that he's in, it, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, what is it? The Bees one? The Wicker Man? <laughs> yeah, Wicker Man <laughs> the is Wicker. pretty good, too. The Wicker Man is fucking brilliant, and then the Bad Lieutenant remake is fucking brilliant. The delivery of his lines. And no, 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 Con Air is the Con, one I'm Con thinking Air. of, but he's got that sweet mullet and the, ball, oh, dude, the dude, balding f- top. Fucking Face Off with Travolta, where they switch faces and shit. Like, That's a good one, you know, too. Dude, it's like, that was when he was at his prime and all that shit. Fucking Raising Arizona and all, all those movies. Leaving Las Vegas. All those movies were, were prime The cage. Knowing. Now that he, one was... Now he's just doing a bunch of weird shit, but it's always, like, it's always worth watching. It's like, this yeah. movie sucks, and imagine how bad it would be without him because he's just carrying it throughout. Yeah, it's like, for example, like that too, it's like even on the movie The Lord of War. Yeah. I don't I don't think if you put any other actor, any other actor. in his place with the same set of characters, it would have been the same no. movie. Nick, he made that movie. He made that movie entertaining. Yes. <laughs> that is his movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody else could have done it. I was having a conversation with somebody about this the other day. We got onto the subject of um, comedians gone actor, and I was given credit to um, uh, Dane Cook and Andy Dick in The Employee of the Month. I was saying that, in my opinion, I honestly think the movie would have been better if they had... That one had Harlan Williams, too, so that one had three comedians in there. Yeah, yeah, they had Harlan Williams on Dane Cook's side, and um, the dude who played uh, the, the I can't remember his name, the, the number one checker guy? Dax Shepard. Yeah, Dax Shepard. I think that movie would have been better if they had Andy Dick playing Dax Shepard's in position. That role. And Dax Shepard It probably would have been a lot funnier Because Andy Dick was like the fucking... Uh, the blind like eye doctor guy. Yeah, they should have switched yeah. them to Andy Dick should have been in Dak Shepard's role and Dak should have been in Andy's role for sure. That would have been a completely way more yeah. hilarious movie. Dane well, like, Cook versus Andy. Like uh Bill Burr's been doing a bunch of movies lately and TV shows and shit. He's been killing it. He was in uh fucking I've been waiting for him to uh, come out and do something bigger. Dude, he's, I love Bill Burr. He he was in King of Staten Island and he was good in that. He was the best yeah, part of that. He was the best part of that movie. Yeah, then he he's been in The Mandalorian. He's character yeah, in the right. Mandalorian, oh, yeah. and then he's in this movie called. It's kind of a smaller uh, budget, like it's a movie about comedians. Um, I can't remember the name. Oh, fuck him. Um, it's with an Asian comedian. It's about an Asian comedian's life. Um, but are he's you, in that, and it's fucking funny, dude. It was a movie from last year. Are you talking about the? Uh, 
the uh, Asian. I have it on DVD. No, it's it's no the Asian guy who used to play. I can't remember his name right now. Who used to play on Mad TV? No, not um, the guy that's in Pineapple Express and all that shit. Bobby Lee. Yeah, Bobby Lee. No, it's a different dude. Mm. I can't remember. What Opening it. act. Opening act. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's a character in that, and he's pretty good in that. But he's doing more movie stuff, and um, yeah, he's, he's oh Jimmy Yang, he's uh, yeah Jimmy O Yang, yeah Jimmy Yang and yeah. Uh, Cedric. Yeah, Jimmy O Yang is the main uh, is the main fucking the main actor, I believe. Yeah, he yeah. was the main one uh, accompanied by the other two for sure. Yeah, and it's about um, I forget who it's about. It's about a different guy though. Jimmy O Yang is playing the guy. It's about. It's written by like a, a different Asian comedian. And it's about his life and everything, and Jimmy O Yang is playing him, and it's all about like how he came up in the in the comedy world. It's an independent movie, yeah. but it's really good. It's one of those movies where it's like it's all the comedians you know, yeah. And it's like, and they're like telling jokes, and then going backstage and telling stories, and you're like, I like these, those kinds of movies. And it's like these probably all happened, like yeah, all like these stories, because it's it's like all the comedians that are in it are comedians that he came up with. So it's like. Oh yeah, that had to happen. Yeah, man. so it's like, oh, it's him with Burr and and fucking. Uh, well, you know, Burr ain't gonna lie about nothing. Yeah, so it's like they're you know they're they're doing their thing and so yeah, I I liked that one. That was a that was one from last year. I have it on DVD. Um, fucking what was uh, oh, damn, what was a a couple from? I have them on my phone here. Have you seen the um? While you're looking that up, have you seen the new Hank's uh? Not the the new Hank um, no, is that. What's the new? I'm I'm gonna kick myself for not knowing his name off the top of my head because he plays in, um, gee, Castaway. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. You seen his new movie, the submarine movie or whatever that is? Um, no, I did not. Greyhound. Yeah, I haven't seen Greyhound. No, th- That's the name. This of the movie I'm this movie for. you should see. Um, Jungle Land. I'll show you the poster. Jungle Land. I've talked about it a lot. I I've talked about it to to Nick last week in that last week's episode. Um, it's got Charlie Hunnan from. Uh, this looks like bare knuckle gypsy boxing. Yeah, so it's a so it's a pretty straightforward story. It's got Charlie Hunnan from um, Sons of Anarchy and Jack O'Connell. He he's been in a couple movies. Uh, he was in Unbroken, and he's been in a couple TV shows. He's got a recognizable face, but they play brothers, and one of them's a boxer. The Jack O'Connell character is a boxer. Uh, the Charlie Hunnan character is like a kind of like his his manager slash trainer. His his yeah manager slash trainer kind of older brother that's kind of like a piece of shit, kind of in deep with some loan sharks and shit. And he's betting on his brother, and his brother knows about this, but he's like, you know, like you got to get out of your debt. So like he's kind of just like whatever. I'm just here to fight. So yeah. like he bets on his brother. The the bet goes south because of one of the dudes that uh, this dude that uh, the main protagonist basically comes into the room during the fight and the uh-huh. brother sees it happening while he's boxing and he fucking gets distracted and he gets knocked out from it. So uh-huh. then that sets the other brother in deeper debt. Yeah. And he's like, fuck dude. So they try to run and they get caught trying to get out of town. And the dude tells him, I got you an opportunity. There's a, a fight in San Francisco. It's set in like the Rust Belt area. He's like, I got a fight set for you in San Francisco. Bare knuckle, winner take all. Uh, Two hundred fifty thousand goes the winner. Uh, all you have to do is take this girl with you 
drop her off in Sparks, Nevada, or some shit like that. I, it was some weird Carson City, Nevada. Like on your way there, yeah, just drop her drop off. Drop her off, and no questions asked, and go to the fight. And if you win, you get you know half the money. Yeah. If you lose, you know it's no big deal because you just drop the girl off. That's your your debts. Either way, pay. you're out. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, all right, cool. So they go, and it's basically that's the story goes from there. The girl kind of starts manipulating one brother and the, the boxing brother, and she's, you know, like they're taking her to a place that she does not want to go to, They're mm-hmm. basically a trafficking situation. Of and, course. And they know who the guy that they're taking her to, and he's like, fuck, like, if we don't take you there, we're dead, so fuck yeah. that. Like, so, like, the one, bro- the, the one brother has sympathy, the other brother doesn't, and there's a conflict there, and... But it's it's a simple simple story, but the way it's acted in the set designs and everything, and how simple it is, and it's truly independent. So it's like really like it, it was all they put everything into like making it to where the sets that they were at and everything looked believable, yeah. and it wasn't hokey, and they acted their fucking asses off. So I, I really liked this movie. It didn't really you know it came and went. I saw it in theaters. I think I liked it more because. It was one of the first movies I saw in theaters when the theaters reopened for like yeah. that quick month, but <laughs> before they got shut down again. Yeah, they fucking they shut back down and then, um, yeah, that was that was good. Fucking, I can't. There's a couple others that I saw. Uncle Frank was really good on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Uncle Frank was good. Uncle Frank's good. And um, then there was a old Freaky with uh, Vince Fre- Vaughn. Freaky with Vince Vaughn was oh. a sneaky fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah, that Did was not expect that. That was a funny movie. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. That that quick week that they were open uh there was a lot of good little horror movies um before everything closed down uh uh the invisible man was a good that was a good one was good um and then the hunt the one that was like uh kept getting postponed and all that shit it got postponed because of that school shooting and then it got fucking postponed again because yeah like well it only got a month of theaters because of covid but that movie was fucking good it was like political but it was making fun of both sides yeah. and it was like i i really thought it was funny and and dark and twisted and i don't know there was That's there was the best some, kind of comedy there was some good horror horror and uh like thrillers from last year oh yeah did you see uh fuck what was the other one it was a hulu one uh um it was like uh run run the i don't girl, think i saw that one that was a good one um it's like kind of based off of the um uh, the documentary from hbo that about the girl with munchausen syndrome by proxy that like oh there's a documentary that came out a couple years ago that uh all about this girl that her mom was like drugging her making her not be able to walk and all this shit and then she stopped taking the pills and she was able to stand in the middle of the night and talk normal and all this shit and she ended up eventually like meeting this guy and killing her mom and now she's in prison and yeah so it's like but the movie is not that story it's just based off of stuff like that so it's an overbearing mom and her crippled daughter and yeah over satelliting yeah, parents yeah and it's really kids f- flipping to the extreme it's it's fucking crazy though because the actor that's that's in the movie in the wheelchair is like an actual crippled person so it's like it's like fuck dude like the shit she goes through in the movie is fucking insane after knowing that you're like whoa yeah i didn't know when i was watching it and then i fucking read some shit and i was like oh my god dude like 
she goes through some shit in that movie. Yeah. I thought that girl was just a really good actress. I, I was like, this girl's really... playing this shit. Like, she's really good at being crippled. And I was yeah. like, oh, that, that makes plenty of sense. She's yeah. actually crippled. Well, well, the how, way how she was lifting get... her legs and shit, I was like, that doesn't seem like a normal person could, could like, make her legs look that dumb. Like, yeah, that dainty. Because they just look dumb and numb, you know? Yeah. Like, they can't move. So, like, they're just there. And she's just holding them. And, like, the, as much as you try, it won't look like that. Like, Oh, yeah, you no, know? you couldn't. Yeah. Not so. not yourself, no. Yeah. You so, couldn't do so that. I was like, this fucking girl, yeah, of course. <sighs> but yeah, that's a good one. And then there was um what uh it's um like uh, Red Robin or something like that. I forgot what this uh, one's called. It's about um they train like um Is it the Vin Diesel one? No, um That was the one that had red in it. Red Sparrow? Maybe. It's a bird movie or something. Yeah, yeah, Red Sparrow. There you go. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Wait, that's like the Hitman movie or some shit, right? Or Assassin movie with the chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's this movie right here. Yeah, it's Red Sparrow. It's a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, if you with, haven't seen that one, you should yeah, watch the, that with one. The chick and I've been I've been rewatching all the Harry Potter movies. Oh, again. So like, well. I haven't seen any of them past the fourth one. So oh. I I watched the first three like last week or the first four last week. And then I watched the fifth one like on fucking a couple days ago. And then so I guess I watched all five of them last week. Yeah. And now I'm like kind of burnt out. So I'm like, I got to take a little break. Got to take a magic break. Yeah. So like I have I have a few more. But the fifth one was the first one that I hadn't seen. I know what happens and everything. I know all the like you know. I read I read parts of the books and stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, and it's only been so out like, for so long. Yeah, point, you know spoilers. you know what happens, and I've seen clips and stuff, but I just have never seen all of them all the way through. Yeah, but I was like, dude, the when I started the first one, I was like, dude, I'm in. Like, I'm gonna start the second one right now. Yeah. So I like I was <laughs> I was in like until the first like probably about an hour into the fourth one. I was like, fuck, man, this is too much Potter. Yeah, too much, ma- too much, <laughs> too, too much Potter. Too, bro. I too put much, the, too put much the wand down. Yeah, too much fucking magic for one night. God yeah. damn. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna start talking to my mirror. Yeah, I was like, I, I remember the first movie I watched after that was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Like oh, the next great day, break. I was like, I, I need to watch something funny and not from fucking current times. Yeah, I need to watch some old stupid stoner shit and, like yeah, Animal House. Yeah, and Maraud was was here and he'd never seen it. And I was like, you've never seen this movie? He's never seen it. And that. He's, oh, sit, he's sitting there looking at me. No, I've never seen it, bro. I'm like, fucking get ready, dude. Like, yeah. you're going to fucking laugh your get ass off. Get ready for the 80s, dude. Yeah, this fucking movie. He was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, like This that, is our parents. Yeah, this movie's fuck, fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Can you believe a movie like this actually got made? Like, how sensitive we are now? Like, in the, yeah. A 14-year-old girl fucking naked banging a 26-year-old in the fucking dugout of a baseball field. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you if you full frontal, you see everything. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, it, Who's making rules back then? You know, nobody. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is high school. This yeah. is an accurate representation of, of of what the '80s was like. Yes, they exactly. were not fucking around with them IROC Z's mullets <laughs> and fucking leather cut jackets and cocaine. Nope, nope, they were not. It, fucking dude, that movie is so great. Oh Jesus, Fast Times at Bridgemont. That just, that just reminds me of Billy Madison. That that cutscene of Billy Madison when he shows up to high school. And he's totally out of era. Oh yeah, everybody's like, pulls up to high everyone's like laughing at him. They're yeah. like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, look at this guy." They're like, "Nice jacket, bro." Yeah, nice jacket, bro. Yeah, he's fucking like, thanks. 
He no, I do not want to make he, out with he you after class. He doesn't get the joke. Yeah, no, of course he doesn't. Oh, oh my God, dude. All right, well, fucking A. Uh, it's almost 10. Yep. And it yeah, is. I got to fucking, yeah, I got to get up early. So uh, we did a tight hour and a half. Tight hour and we a could, half. We could keep going. We'll get you back in here after your trip. And we'll talk about all your trip, all your shenanigans we'll, from your we'll, trip. We'll definitely have some shenanigans from Vegas for yeah, sure. So. Yeah, so you'll have some stories to tell. We'll definitely get you back here. Like I said, I'm getting like advanced, uh, I'm getting ahead of things on here. So let's do it. So we'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll book me in. Yeah, let let me know when you're back, and then we'll we'll get you back on here one of those one of those days that you're back. So oh yeah, we'll fucking do that shit. Um, yeah, so. Uh, I don't know the fucking episode fifty one, dude, in the bag, fucking in the bag. Yeah, so this shit will be released fucking tomorrow. I don't know, fucking, fucking, I don't know, fucking whatever. Yeah, when it, no, <laughs> this will be released tomorrow. Fucking yeah, I don't, it, noon. Does, yeah, it doesn't matter what, what, what time. Fucking maybe three thirty. Yeah, so yeah, follow the show yeah. on on all the socials and follow, follow it. And, Seriously, do yeah, and like and. Like and subscribe and, subscribe and all that shit. Yeah, comment. Like, yeah, and all that shit. Like, yeah. like, uh, yeah. I told my, uh, I told my buddy the other day. He fucking, uh, he was like, I want to listen to one of the episodes, but I don't know how to how to listen to it. And I was like, Do you have an iPhone? And I just grabbed it and fucking here. And then I did it to Colton uh, the other night. Our buddy oh, there Colton. You go. He was like, I want to listen to your episode with Nick. How do I find it? And I was like, Let me see your phone. Like. He had the podcast app, and he's like, I don't think I have it. And I was like, go to your search bar, and he had it. And it's yeah. like, nobody knows about it. It's a little purple button. It's the podcast button. Just on go to that. iPhone. Yeah, it on, comes with it. On your iPhone. And if you're not one of the people that has an iPhone. Go that, and download that, it. That's okay. You can, you, can still, you, can, you can still get it on Android. You can just go to Spotify yes. on Android and get it on Spotify or SoundCloud, either one. Um, they all work the same way. They all, yeah, they all work. If you. If I mean, most people with an Android listen to stuff on Spotify. Exactly, or if they listen yeah. to their podcast, they listen to them on Google Play. I think I'm on Google Play, but because uh, Stitcher does Google Play. Google shit. Play doesn't work anymore. Oh, okay, so Stitcher. Oh, Sti- well, at least for music, they took they. I, my phone just recently updated. Yeah, we don't I, have the Google Play Music the, app anymore. The only ones I have it linked to is is uh, Stitcher and and iTunes and and Spotify and SoundCloud. So. Uh, but Stitcher's linked through Google Play, so I yeah. think so. I think that's the one, one of the ones. But Stitcher, I don't know. I don't fucking, I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's just like Neither a pod, podcasting app or some shit. But yeah. that's one that it's linked through for free. Yeah. Free, so yeah, free's good. Those are the four that you can check it out on. So yeah, I mean, it's super easy. Fucking do that shit. Subscribe, like all that shit, and share that shit. So do yeah. it. Until next time. Until next time.